Alrighty. Hey, mates, welcome to another episode of the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Daslow. Thank you for listening. I should point out, uh, because I've forgotten to do it every other week, that we are recording this show in the CineFM studios in Melbourne. So thanks to them for letting us use it because I got an angry email from them this week. So now I've got to mention it. <laughs> Sitting opposite me, uh, my co host, as every other week, a man who yesterday afternoon left a conversation with me because he got a phone call and said, ah, oh, just getting a call from Interstate. Better go. It's probably something big about a gig or something. They probably want me to fly up there and do a gig. And then sheepishly came back a minute later, and when I said who was on the phone, he looked back at me and said, wrong number. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, mate. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, good. It's a, it's a good night. We're sitting here drinking beers, which we've never done before. Yeah, we've... but are you, are you able to um, actually uh, hold up that beer after that? Uh, savage rap over the knuckles by community radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It did sting because the email said you were meant to mention uh, the station in the podcast, and I noticed that you haven't done it in any of the episodes. Can you rectify this? And I went, well, I can't really go back and digitally insert a mention of the studio, so no. But at least they've picked that up after 12 weeks. Yeah, well, no, it's 16. <laughs> oh, it's been 16? ages. Oh, yeah, right. it's been ages. Have I been here for every week? <laughs> You've been drunk a couple of times. Right. Um, we should mention also on the way into the studio, there's like a kind of vicious breakdance battle going out on the basketball courts out there. It was electric boogaloo. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah. It was a bit much. Anyway, uh, we better get stuck into it. We've got a great show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're very psyched to have our guest here in the studio. You might know him from all sorts of telly and stand-up and radio, the one and only Peter Hellier. Oh, come on. Yes. And I'm also sitting in the Sin FM studios and I thank them for the chair, the desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't buy the beer, but uh, everything else is them. So thank you, Sin FM. Yeah, thank you, Sin Thanks FM. Thanks for the balsa wood uh, table that we're, we're sitting at. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, Carl, Carl bought the beers. This is this felt so naughty, like sneaking this in. Well, is you're not allowed me? to do it. Yeah. No, you're not allowed. There's been, and then there's a big sign on the door that says, strictly no food or drink in the studio. And I thought... We'll see about that. Yeah. Well, I think there's another angry email coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah, in, in 16 weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. Well, but at least I've uh, yeah, at least I've mentioned the studio. So fucking pick your battles yeah. is what I say to you. Uh, you're right. There is a rap battle going on outside. I was a bit What's freaked out. I thought, I thought we're just going to come in and uh, under the cover of darkness and uh, have a chat. With some beers, and uh, there'll be it'll just be us. Yeah, there is seriously like there's some beats going on out there. And, uh, I think I saw a rap mat. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. Was, there was a, I think there was a flattened out uh, cardboard box for a washing machine. That people, uh, <laughs> there's people Greg would... Fleet's newspaper from last week yeah. is still lying on the ground there. Yeah, because yeah, I heard the music when we came around the corner. I thought that must be like someone in a, ha- a building nearby is having a party or something. Yeah, there's just people. One guy was standing on the corner smoking a durry and still kind of like dancing just on his own. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. that guy. Was Having a piss. I was no. happy with the durry. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to get awkward. I thought Peter, Peter mm. was going to get recognised. Oh, no, I actually, my head was down. I was walking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought this could get I, awkward. I started to go a bit. I went a bit Kevin Costner to your Whitney Houston. I was like, you carried me out of there. Yeah, I, I was going to take a rap bullet for you. <laughs> Mate, you can do your, you can do your sports jokes all you want, but can you fucking throw down? That's I, what I'm they want to sure, know. I'm not sure if I can throw down, but they're good kids. Uh, they might be listening to this, and they're good kids. Good on them, and I'm pretty sure they're going to save that hospital. Because yeah. <laughs> normally it's just, if anything. There's just people playing basketball out there, but yeah, know, yeah. Is... rap battles probably making too much of it. There's probably about six guys out there, and they're all dancing. It's like they're waiting for the girls to come. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, they've got their own space, and they're you know there's some beats and they're, they're jiving. Yeah, sorry, I'm using the language of a 35 year old white man. <laughs> uh, but and they're, they're just waiting for some action to happen. It's well, like you're, a... you're probably like me. Um, I just get scared of, of 
of anyone younger than me on the street now. Yeah. Like, they're all still 20 years older than Dasselow. So does that... But... <laughs> I was going to say, does that mean you're terrified of me yeah. constantly? Well, I, you're the exception to the rule. I yeah. badge your car at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. You are right. I, I get scared of more people now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know... I don't know why, why that is. Yeah. I feel I can take care of myself. I don't get scared of anyone older than me. I'm like, that's fine. Sometimes I do older as well. Really? Yeah. I'm scared of my kids. They're not I'm older than my, you I'm probably, scared, though. I'm scared, of my fa- I'm scared of my father-in-law. He's older. Yeah. I'd like to know what sort of time-travelling sex you're having if your kids are older than you, though. It's pretty weird. It's out there. I was, <laughs> yeah, I always found there was a weird thing. When I was going through school, um, there was always a thing, that unspoken thing, where you just, you'd just you be kind of scared of the kids in the years above you. Like, you'd always, yeah. you'd never yeah. talk shit back to them. There was respect. Yeah, but then me and my mates, when we were in year 12, like, we just found, and this is across, this isn't just specific to us, this was like... Our whole year level, yeah. all the kids below us suddenly were like hanging shit and like coming up and giving it grief in the tuck shop line, and you're going, "What the fuck's happened?" Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That like because that was like us. I like that at age 14 or 15, you're going like looking back, you're 15 year olds, and you're saying, "Look at these 12 year olds. Don't they know respect?" Yeah, as yeah. a 15 year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I have three kids and and, and uh, I'm married. Uh, been married for seven years, and we we actually drove back from uh, the Mornington Peninsula today in Victoria, um, and we did we did we looked at ourselves and got uh, looked at each other and thought, "Fuck, we're getting old." When a P player sped by, so we just shook our heads and we thought, "Oh yeah, because his life's so much more important than that." <laughs> we'll see him at the next set of lights. Yeah, he's probably yeah. rap battling right now, <laughs> exactly. and also just being the, just. The, the the act of being in the Mornington Peninsula is... <laughs> it's a lovely area of the world. Yeah. Well, I which, recommend it. This ties into something I did today. I um, My parents called me during the week and said, can we have breakfast on the weekend? We've got to talk to you about some things. Oh. I was like, Jesus, what's going on here? They're going to break up with you. Yeah, it felt like that. And then we, we sit down mm. and, and uh, I'd, I'd gone, what, what's it about? Can you tell me what it's about? And dad's like, oh, it's nothing serious. We just, we just want to have a bit of a chat. So I sit down. And Dad, before we've even ordered any drinks, goes, right, so me and Mum have been doing our wills, and we just need to talk about that. We need to talk about who's going to be the executor. And going through, he's like, so if I die, everything I have goes to Mum. And if me and if mum dies, everything she has goes to me. If we both die at the same time, like we're on a plane and that goes down, everything goes to you. If, say, the three of us are on a bus and that bus goes off a cliff, then between the three of us, and I'm like, well, I have nothing. I have a telly. My mate Drew can have that. That's I'm fine with that. Goes, no, well, between the three of us, our assets will be divided up between my brothers and then their families and then that'll be trickled out. So, you know, you don't want to be too morbid, but you just got to have a plan and you've got to think about it. And I'm like, well, what if us and all your brothers and all their kids and stuff. What if we're all like a family reunion? King Ralph and like style. like a Boeing 747 <laughs> crashes into the park that we're at. What then? Where do the assets go? And Dad was like, don't be like that. Don't be so morbid. Yeah, yeah. Have a plan. <laughs> That's sick. you got to think about these things. Yeah, but they they were telling me that they um they because I've moved out of home and I'm an only child and they're starting oh, to get quit bragging. They're Come starting on. to get lonely, and they're uh, they're thinking of they're thinking of selling the house and uh, they they oh, they're, they're thinking, thinking yeah. of they're thinking moving down to Mount Eliza. I'm like how much? Of it? How Which do you, how, you want to be? Yeah, well, how do you feel about them selling the family house? Fine. Are you fine? Yeah. Really? My, my parents yeah. have discussed selling the house, the family house, and I get a bit upset about it. Because mm. it's like my bedroom, it's still my bedroom. Yeah. And, you know, I like being able to go back there. Yeah. Yeah, but this is what I found. See, I, yeah, because I moved out um, nearly a year ago and my parents just instantly turned my room into a guest room. And then I went back there to stay and I was like, it's just weird. It's You're in a different bed. It's like it's your room. It's got all the, yeah. the stench of your 
past failures and just awful <laughs> things that you've done. Failures at what? from what, the walls. What are your failures? What? Embarrassed about wanking. Everyone <laughs> does well, it. Well, if well, the stench is still there, maybe do something about that. Get some gist. Well, like, get in there. <laughs> pay for a cleaner to get, in, to get rid of it. If the stench is still there, do something about that, but don't be embarrassed by it. He, yeah. failed, at, he failed at wanking. How did yeah. that, why did that smell? Well, if there, if there, there shouldn't be a stench there. Yeah. If the walls could talk, they'd say, oh, don't look at me. But I, <laughs> like, 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 when I, yeah, right after I first moved out, I went, I went home for a bit mm. just during the day and my parents were both at work and I went up into my old bedroom and I thought, this would be thrilling. Yeah. I'm going to have a wank in me old bedroom <laughs> in its current form. So anyway, I go for whatever I'm, I'm, else. Obviously you don't have a sister. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then... I uh, so I you know I leave and then about a week later I'm out for dinner with my parents and Mum goes, did you um did you have a, a sleep when you were around the other day? And I'm like, did you sleep with yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. And Mum goes, just because um because all the blinds in the room were down when I got home and I'm like. Yeah, I had a sleep. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot just before that I went to sleep for an hour. I had a and crafty was, sleep. And yeah. there was jism on the pillow. <laughs> yeah. What was the sleep all about? Uh, it was a great sleep. It was a really <laughs> exciting sleep. But no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with them selling the house. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's where, where do your know. where do your folks live? Uh, uh, in Bandura. Right. Um, still on campus? Is, uh, <laughs> they are still on campus. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield back to school style. <laughs> Mum's always wanted to move, but Dad's always been quite steadfast in, no, this is where we live and we, we like it here and Dad's made some shitty renovations to the house over the years and uh, and they're happy. But there is my, my bedroom's not set up like my bedroom anymore. It's got like, you know, a desk and a computer and, and a filing cabinet. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what's in the fucking filing cabinet. But, any, uh, any posters on the wall still? Uh, the... My mum has some posters of, of me, like some festival posters. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Which I've been meaning to knock off and <laughs> put up in my own house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's still, I don't know, it, it's changed a little bit over the years, but still it feels like home. And I, so I kind of, it's selfish. It's selfish of me uh, because they, if they move, they're going to move into a ni- much nicer place. Yeah. Uh, but I want them living in, in, you know, in this shithole. Yeah. Can, you know, occasionally go back to and go, ah, this is home. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah, I guess the one great thing, though, is uh, my parents, their house at the moment, they have a pool, which is good, which is always good to know that you've got a pool that you can yeah. go back to. But, yeah. you know, I worry that they'll move to Mount Eliza and then I'll be going out, you know, to go and hang out with them will be like a whatever it is, an hour or so drive, and I'll be going, ah, oh, it's always good to get a free meal, and then I'll go down there and come back and go, fuck, that free meal costs 40 bucks worth yeah. of pizza. <laughs> that'll, that'll really inconvenience you bodging money off them. Yeah, I know, <laughs> won't it? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is, it Ma- is it Mount Eliza or is it Frankston? And be honest. Uh, <laughs> no, Mount Eliza is there. Yeah. Is there Bright, if, if bright, Brighton, Brighton or Mount Eliza? Right. Which, what a cliche. Okay. <laughs> See, my mum and dad live, I, I come from the country originally. I come right. from Meriburra. If you've okay. ever heard of Meriburra, it's like two and a half hours away. And so if I have to go and go back and see them, it's back there. So that's where I grew up and whatever. So it's a bit like that. I feel a bit like I'll have no attachment to my hometown anymore if they move because there's no way I'm going back there if they're not there. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a bit of a shithole. So, uh, yeah, but... Do they, I, do they... So the, the locals, do they know what you do? Do they support you? No, no. Because I went to Warnable, uh, did a gig there. Uh, about this time last year, I mean, Limo went down there and, and did a gig. And went to a pub afterwards, and fuck, they just got stuck in the Husey and Tom Bella. Oh, they're both loving Warnable, it. Oh, really? Both Warnable boys. Friends of the show. Friends of the show, <laughs> and, 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 and great comedians and great blokes. Uh, but the locals, it's just like, there was a weird kind of, right. you know, like, you can tell they're probably re- actually proud of them. Yeah. But 
there was also a little bit of, you know, if, yeah. if, if Why I... Why doesn't Husey drive up back yeah. and forth to the radio show? <laughs> he should stay here. Why doesn't he back and live in Warrnambool anymore? What's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird how Warrnambool's become like the comedy capital of Victoria. It's like the yeah. Liverpool I mean... of comedy in Australia. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it, it produced some AFL football. Jonathan Brown is a very good footballer. He's from tough oh, yeah. guy. He's from, he's from Warrnambool. Yeah. And some others. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to mention. Yeah, we don't have time on this podcast. <laughs> but no, it's 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 a good place to do comedy. But it's um wonderful. But um yeah, they're, they're right. A, Tall poppy you know. syndrome up well, there. Yeah. But so let me ask you this, and no disrespect, was mm. there a bit of it was you and Limo? Were they were they a bit shitty that you know? Where's Husey? Why isn't he bothered to make the trip with you? Uh, n- not so much at the gig. It was more afterwards. It right. was more afterwards, to be honest. Um, uh, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, chanting Husey, Husey. But I, I, didn't, I didn't put those two things together. So thinking back of it now, now that you mention it, yeah, I guess there was a bit of a vibe at the gig. <laughs> but, hey, good night at Soft Belly tonight. Uh, yeah, it yeah, was. We had, the, we had the pleasure of seeing, uh, at Soft Belly Comedy on a Sunday night, we had the pleasure of seeing Pete Hellier. Do stand up and Fiona Lachlan and Greg Fleet. There was a there was a big lineup. It's uh, lineup. I think it might be still going there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fleety yeah. is still going. Fleety's uh, still God introducing acts that aren't there and the crowd aren't there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when Fleety was introducing me at one point. I thought it's actually somebody else on before me because this doesn't sound like it's my intro. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Fleety uh, during I think while you were on went to get some chips from the bar and got the shits that they didn't have cheesels there. That's very well, good. that's actually my wife. We were driving again down to Jamata. Hang on, Fleety's your wife? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, a, it's a long, complicated story. <laughs> I think Fleety went to get those chips during Pete's intro. <laughs> <laughs> but my, we, we stopped at a servo, uh, and we, my wife's birthday on Friday. We had a big party. We were a little bit hungover. Um, but yeah, we'd waited long enough. And we were safe to drive, and my wife drove, and uh, and we stopped. We thought, let's yeah, we need something. Let's just get one of those vitamin waters. Let's pay five bucks for those, and uh, and I'm going to get some kettle salt vinegar chips. And uh, she was looking for the cheesels. No cheesels. Now, where are we in this in this great nation of ours? Uh, so close after Australia Day that, that there's no cheesels. <laughs> In a fucking server. Yeah, that's that's weird because I on on Australia Day, um, I went. I was at a friend's barbecue and I went. Oh, I'll go up to the shops and get some chips. Yeah. And I went to the local Seven Eleven and yeah. uh, they were saying get some get the original Doritos and then get some salsa. You don't want your flavouring on your chips. Yeah. Dipping into salsa, yeah. it's overload. Get the plain green ones. I go there. They've got the cheese supreme. They've got the nacho supreme. Yeah. Do you think they had any original? No. Like what that. are you doing not selling any of the original flavour? Oh, and I, I think there have been some, uh, moving on to confectionery, uh, there, there have been some knee-jerk reactions can to we, obviously Can we send this periods. podcast to the council? Oh, I, I, I hope so. But this is my thing. The original Milo bar, oh, yeah, <laughs> I actually thought was a decent bar. It was original. It, it, nothing else was like it. And now they've changed it to almost, it's basically kind of a Chiquito. Right. Yeah. I love a Chiquito. Yeah, yeah. But 
if I want a chiquito, I'll have a chiquito. It felt. It, I remember the the yeah the bar you're talking about. It, it's like, it was, it's like hard. Yeah, it's like a heavier chiquito. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Chiquito was almost like the diet Milo bar. <laughs> yeah. It was like a little bit wispy, a little bit lighter. Yeah. Carl's just looking at us like he's no, well, never I, no, experienced no, 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 candy no, no, before no, in his life. No, no, no. Yeah, do, do we eat chocolate? I'm do. completely on board because I found out that um, the recent problem for me is that I love to like if I go to a gig, I'll probably have a curry before the gig. Uh, really? Then yeah. yeah, but then I come out. And I want to have like uh, a bit of sweet, a bit of sweet afterwards. And so I go to a Seven Eleven. I love. I always get M and M's, plain M and M's. Seven Elevens no longer carry plain M and M's. What? But they do carry yeah. peanut M and M's. What about what about crispy? No, no, no. Just peanut. Just peanut. How can you carry peanut M and M's and not carry? Yeah. That, yeah. It's like it's like uh, it's like carrying Joni and Chachi and not Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I have the inferior spin-off. Yeah. Well, I have the great Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's that's exactly. That's an exact metaphor. That's exactly yeah, no, that, what it's like. Yeah. That was actually perfect. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm not even sure but where to go. That's the same thing about... That's actually perfect. That's the same thing about the Doritos. That's the same thing about the Doritos at 7-Eleven. Why are you having cheese supreme and nacho cheese... Stop kidding yourselves. It's pretty much the same flavour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and not having the plain original. And listen, I love your salt and vinegar. That's my that's my absolute thing. Whenever I go see a movie, I've got to have my packet of salt and vinegar chips, and I fucking love salt and vinegar chips. But there is a point where there's enough salt and vinegar chips on the, on, on the shelves. There's like seven different kinds of salt and vinegar chips. But so when there's no cheesels, you start going, well, where's yeah. the fucking balance? Yeah. You know, because we love putting cheesels on our fingers. I love teaching my kids that. I can't teach my kids many things because I don't know a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I can teach them how to put a fucking cheesel on a finger. Yeah, that's yeah. classic. That's just classic stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's father once 101. You just, once you yeah, discover yeah. that, it's it's game over. You never look at food again the yeah. same way again. Cats in the cradle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cats in the cradle with a cheesel on every finger. That, that song goes, isn't it? That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. I think it was the Ugly Kid Joe version. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think there's something else on the Fingers of Ugly Kid Joe, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh you're winding up on Ugly Kid Joe. Shit, <laughs> I didn't realise it was going to be an ambush. My favourite yeah. band. So, <laughs> That's, is that the Triple M coming out of you? <laughs> it is. It is it's still, I, I'm on the patches. I'm I'm uh, getting it out of my system. But uh, Ugly Kid Joe. Right. Well, th- that's what I was going to say to you because as of look, this is breaking news for Dum Dum Clubbers, but as of next week, we are going to be on the digital arm of Triple M. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I thought, well, what if you had to come a week early and we had, had have asked you to come into the Triple M studios? Would there have been bad blood? No, I actually... You just started shaking at the front door oh, and then yeah. collapsed in the fetal position. Oh, I'm in the fetal position as we speak. No, I, I have <laughs> been back to the studios. And for those who don't know, I did, I did uh, 18 months on Triple M in Melbourne with uh, Miff Warhurst. And, um, and we, we, you know, we had a... It's actually you know, three hours of doing radio is fun. Like, yeah. and it's just with, with, with good people. Uh, really? Because an hour or so of this is hell on earth. <laughs> yeah, but we get to, you know, uh, you know uh, play, admits, play a though. song. <laughs> he admits, not me. Yeah. <laughs> we get to play a song, play some ads, you can take a shit in that time, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, all right, yeah. you can have some you know, pee yeah. time. He had someone good to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Miff was delightful. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we had a we, we had a great time doing it for, for the majority of, of, of the time. Um, it's just all the, the the politics of what goes into the show and no, when a show's not working. You know, I mean, you know whose radio is great for at the moment, Hamish and Andy, uh, because they can do whatever they like. Yeah. And and uh, and they got sponsors who are lining up, and they deserve it because they're funny guys and they're great guys and and uh, and good on them. Um, but and, you know, when you're starting out. 
and trying to break in a show, it's 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 uh, it's, it's fucking tough, you know. And and when people when the result doesn't go your way, everyone's going, well, let's change the show. He's like, well, why can't we just leave the show for a little while and see if there's a reaction to it? But that said, I've been back at Triple M, and actually there's some great people. You're going to have a great time at Triple M, and there's some great people who still work there. Yeah, yeah. So it was never was was there any ever uh, any suggestion of we had Tom Gleason in a couple of weeks ago, and he was the Metro for a while. Was there any ever mention of maybe you having a nickname? Uh, like Helsey, 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 the Hell Dog, Hellraiser. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, I think because I'd done enough work elsewhere yeah. on, <laughs> yeah. on Rove and before the game, they they didn't feel the need to push a name on to me. But with because they... if you weren't if you weren't in that position, because your name, you know, Pete, you can't really pedo. Petey doesn't quite. Pedo's not, not great. Hello, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. See that, like he's a dodgy radio character. <laughs> yeah. He can't go Hellsy. Yeah, Hellsy doesn't work. You would have ended up as that guy that has the nickname that's not based on your name at all. You would have been like the the fucking the bear or whatever. You would have had some <laughs> shit name like that. Well, what do you reckon our names would be if if Carl and I were a radio duo? What would it be? Um, be gentle. The Das. The, the Das. The Das. I'm fine oh, with that. Or Tommy D. Uh, yeah, Tommy D. That's Tommy right. D. Ch- Chando, Chando and the Das. <laughs> Chando Tommy. and the Das. Chando Tommy. and Tommy D. Tommy D and the Chan Dog. <laughs> yes! KD and Tommy D. K, uh... KC. KC and the Sunshine Das. KC. The name's not Carl Dandler. So I thought you were Carl Dandler. What am I doing here? The Carl Dandley Warhols. There's a guy, I think he might, I think it might be in... Uh, Brisbane or Adelaide, there's because it's it's always weird when you go to you, you you go into state and you see the big billboards for their local brekkie teams and they've got the three names and they're just so you get so used to you know like Pete Miff or whoever whoever yeah. was the big one in town at the time that when they're people you don't know you're like who the fuck there's a guy in in one of the brekkie teams either Brisbane or Adelaide. And his name's Dezeldi, and he's yes. he's on the marquee. And that, to me, seems like such an odd name for the radio station because you see it on the billboard and you're like, it looks re- it's really... Yeah, I un- think he's got photos of somebody because how that name stood through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Triple M listeners would yeah. be walking past that guy. I'm, 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 I'm not, fucking, not listening to that. I mean, there's an easy <laughs> one there. Dez. 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 And yourself, you've got the new show? Yeah, we did the trophy room over summer, so we're just waiting to hear. You know, hopefully, we can come back and do it at some point in the year, whether it's mid-year or it's uh, later in the year. It might just be next summer. It might just yeah. be a summer gig. So we'll um, wait and see. But it's fun. It's fun to do. Yeah, I must say. Like, I've, I've I've got to be honest. I've not seen any of it because I don't watch a lot of. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I, <laughs> fuck you. Man, I tried I to tried, tape it on Foxtel. Oh, I was actually you know, we, we've been chatting for like half an hour now, or so and I think this is weird. I haven't actually. I thought I was coming in to talk about the trophy room. I haven't, I haven't actually fucking mentioned it. What's, well, it's good that we've gotten something's in. not right here. It's it's good that we've gotten you in here to plug it the week after the last episode. Is there. <laughs> well, it's on it's on uh, iView, I'm sure. Oh, great. And uh, no, it, it, it was fun. It was, it was fun to work at the ABC. You know, there, there was some. Uh, I hear good, good stuff. things. Though. I hear people seem to have enjoyed it. Yeah, ABC are really stoked, and right. and, and uh, Granada. The company, we're, we're really happy, and um, yeah, we'll wait and see if a, if a spot opens up. Uh, yeah, but it's great. We had, we, had a, we had a great time. I met people who I, you know, didn't know a lot about, and you know, like Jackie Cooper and um, who's Jackie Cooper? Jackie Cooper's an aerial skier. She won like twenty four world championships, and uh, and she, I told a story I did on stage tonight about her breaking. She broke her back, and then she just fucking got up there and 
Yeah, because when I break my back, I like to lie down. Uh, but she doesn't. She she kind of kept on skiing and actually won you know, the world championship with a broken back. Wow. So that's pretty fucking awesome. Good on her. Uh, yeah, good on her. Um, and yeah, Kathy Freeman on. We had Pat Cash. It was good. It was good. What fun. was Pat Cash like? He was good. He was great. Like he's, you know, like I think he very, he's very much aware that he's Pat Cash. <laughs> right. There's no confusion there. Yeah. He's Pat Cash. Yeah. And he won Wimbledon. Yeah. That would be uh, weird if he, there was confusion if he was walking around going, who am I? Yeah. What's my name? <laughs> he's, he's got something in common with uh, the Australian Armed Forces. He's currently dating Tanya Zietta. Hello. 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 All friends of the show. <laughs> I think he's a great, he's a great Australian because I saw him the night after we did a show and it was really fucking hot in Sydney. It was like 40 degrees in Sydney and I see Pat Cash walking in the foyer of the hotel. We sat at the same hotel and he's got his tennis gear and he's walking out. I said, what? I said, hey, mate, where the fuck are you going? He goes, I promised a mate I'd go have a hit of tennis with him. He goes, I don't want to, but I promised him. <laughs> I said, it's 40 degrees, mate. You are Australian of the year. That's, yeah. He, he is someone. Like. There wouldn't be too many people that I reckon I would get a photograph with, but he would be one of them. Do you want, to show, do you want to show my photograph? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this would be good go. for the podcast. This You can describe, you can describe the, uh, the photo if you like. Someone from your childhood me... is always more important. Like I reckon there'd be him, there'd be Tony Barber. Uh... Bert was, if you met Bert, like Bert. Yeah, Bert. Bert's one that you kind of, I got a little bit kind of intimidated in front of. Uh, but he's actually, he puts you to these pretty, you know, pretty good. The iPhone flash, uh, I reckon, doesn't do anyone any favours. <laughs> that is pretty spectacular. That is... Uh... Should I just point out, the only other time someone that, that... has shown Carl a photo on the show was Tom Ballard showing him a photo of a guy in a gimp mask with some <laughs> electrodes strapped to his cock or something well, weird Tommy, like that. So this you, is... you haven't seen this photo yet. Yeah, no. you, you'd be surprised what Pat Cash is actually wearing. <laughs> Mickle Pernforce has taught him something. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, that, that flash has... Has made you a bit Barbara Cartland in that photo. <laughs> I'd say I, I look uh, a little bit Barbara Cartland uh, and a little oh, bit special. Wow. I, I'm about to give him a big cuddle. Yeah, that's, <laughs> wow, your face is so white. Yeah, it is very white, and not not in a in a you know racist way. It's yeah. just, the iPhone has actually this. Yeah, you know, and I've, I think I've either got makeup on or it's just been taken off, so I'm a bit shiny. Yeah, um, but it's Pat Cash. There's no doubting that. He's given a thumbs up. And his teeth yeah. are white. Straight to Facebook. And, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, should, I should probably if I can tweet that. Um, yeah, I would love that because he's someone that, you know, when you were a kid, and you, I would listen to the footy and then, like, if my team were down, I'd go out in the backyard and start kicking the footy around like I was, like, playing for them to try and get us over the line. See, he was someone that I, I went out in the front yard to hit the tennis ball against the wall when he was <laughs> losing in the Davis Cup final. See, I, 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 I was exactly the same. And I have this, I've had this kind of debate with a few people recently whether sport has become more boring or if, is it just when you're growing up and you're a kid, you're more excited and you follow yeah. you know, the sports people of that era more passionately and you get a bit older and you know, you've got other things to think or worry about. Uh, because I knew, I reckon I, I reckon I could name the top twenty players, tennis players ranked in the yeah. world when I when I, yeah, when I was twelve. Yeah. And now, um, you know, I know a few. I would know every every one of my footy team and what numbers they were, where they were recruited yep. from, how yep. old they were, all that sort of jazz. Now I'm like, uh, who's the captain? And yeah. I could I could imitate all the tennis players' serves. All right. I could do a good Stefan Edberg. Yeah. You know, I, I could do all that. Um, I, I still believe Stefan Edberg's T-shirt inspired the album, album artwork of 1927s-ish. Oh, right. He had the splash of colours. There's a splash oh, yeah, of yeah, yellow yeah. and green and red, I think, on Stefan Edberg's T-shirt. If yep. you think about 1927's album-ish, yep. 
<laughs> it is the same splash of colours. First single I ever bought, first vinyl single. That's when I think of you. Really? Yeah. I was Lou Graham's Midnight Blue. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. My, my friend's big claim to fame is he once went to the house of 1927's drummer and touched their gold album. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't done much in his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had they, they had the two albums, and then they had the greatest hits. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. apparently they went to um, Afghanistan recently. I was talking to somebody who was showing me photos of 1927 in Afghanistan. That's really? That's what's become of them. I've never heard. I've never even seen them on any of those, like, uh, you know, go to Frank's and see Pseudo Echo or the Choir Boys. I didn't even think they were yeah. even doing that thing. No, I was surprised. I was also surprised to see Belinda Carlisle playing, like, the... Uh... Shopo. Yeah. Doncaster <laughs> Shopping Town. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, the runaway horses are really fucking run away, haven't they? they? I couldn't believe that. She's posed for Playboy. She's done cool stuff. Yeah. Like, what's she doing at Shopo? I thought it was a little bit, you know, yeah. of a downer. Um, yeah, that was surprising. I'll be honest, the last three minutes of this have just been absolute white noise Yeah, me. Wow. So I've got no idea what's going on. What? So how old are you, Tommy? I'm 24. You're 24. Okay, you're, yeah. you're, you're out of 927's demographic, I think yeah. that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, big time. What, 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 are, what are the bands that you, when you kind of make, uh, you know, like a, you know, whether on stage or just in your own personal life, a bit of a gag where it's like insert cheesy band from your your you know childhood here who do you, who uh, do you he's like he's like um, oh, remember lady gaga uh, <laughs> um uh, marcy playground marcy playground. the new radicals oh yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah real yeah. big fish real big fish mighty mighty boss tones <laughs> actually i was at um i was at a market yesterday and i saw like in the you know they've always got those like guys that are selling all the band t-shirts like they've got the classic like the clash ones and like the rolling stones ones that a mighty mighty boss tones t-shirt Right. How many of them are you getting out the door? <laughs> <laughs> Carl, you were talking earlier, you were saying one of your one of your childhood um, heroes who you'd like to meet now, Tony Barber. Yeah. Have I told you my Tony Barber story? No. Have I mentioned it on the no. podcast? No. Because my one of my good mates growing up lived right behind Tony Barber. And he always used to call the cops on them when they'd have parties. And so then... Hang on, he would call the cops on Tony Barber when he no, had no, parties. No, Tony... No, my mate oh, right. would have parties and then Tony Barber would call the cops. Oh, right. Barber! They, yeah, they some, Fucking Barber! Yeah, they somehow Take knew about it. Take your pick of the board and fuck off! <laughs> but they somehow knew about it, so then they'd get oranges and just piv them at his Throw house Throw them into the gift shop. Throw yeah. them into the gift yeah. shop. Yeah. What are you doing, Barber? What? You've hit Delvine! <laughs> and then, at one point, this is, the, this is so harsh, it's so funny to me, they got a copy of his book, his autobiography, <laughs> set it on fire and left it oh. on his doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Did they take a dump on the book as well? Or oh, just, no. God, no. I hope so. Because it would be a bit weird because Tony would want to put it out with his foot, but he'd be going, fuck, I can't step on my own book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a bit much. Stick I... your stick pins up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we the first the first one of the first sketches we did on Rove where we involved the celebrity was um it was we're doing this like where are where are they now and it was um some of the stuff like uh it wasn't Tony Barber but like somebody was on he was like Tony Barber where is he now and he was on Layby in in in, in Target <laughs> um, and everyone was really fun with it but, but the first time we tried to shoot was with Peter Russell Clark oh yeah oh. yeah and if you see it's on YouTube have you seen the, the yeah, bloopers yeah he's quite obscene he's, he's a bit fucking obscene he's a, he's a bit Peter bloody Wilson <laughs> <laughs> Peter bloody Clark Peter bloody Clark okay. yeah so we we pitched in the idea that he's like a nude uh you know model for you know people in an art class. <laughs> so, and he's going to have like a, you know, like a, a, a white sheet kind of draped over him. So he's a new model, but he's got a white sheet draped over him. So we're waiting. He's, he's running a bit late. 
We're waiting around. It's myself, Rove, Dave Callan, and Corinne Grant. And we're just gone waiting around. We're a bit excited. It's our first celebrity. We get to play around with oh, the cool television. And uh, and Dave Callan, uh, while we're waiting, decides to draw uh, yeah, a nude portrait. And we think, well, we're going to draw a nude portrait, so we, w- we might as well have something on the, on the page. So he actually starts drawing Peter Russell Clark. <laughs> but he draws him with, with a massive piece of Swiss cheese, you know, basically where, he's, uh, where his cock would be. Uh, I guess the, yeah, the suggestion is his cock is in the Swiss cheese. Uh, so oh, we're, just, right, we're yeah. just waiting eventually um, because of the holes, Carl. It took me a while. That was yeah. a smart cock joke. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. It was. It was craft singles. It was. That doesn't make sense. It was a smart cock joke, but it was a pretty cheap cheese joke. Uh. <laughs> it works on many different levels. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, so Peter Russell quite finally rocks up. He's, he apologises for being late. Uh, and he's a bit flustered, um, and he he, he uh, and he. Actually, before so I go back, he actually has said to our, our producer, "Listen, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to do it without the white sheet. Yeah, as long as you don't shoot my my cock, uh, my Peter Russell cock. Just, just, uh, yes. just come you and know, get it. <laughs> just shooting away. But you know, you can shoot my ass, and yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be nude. And he gets there, and he and he's kind of like, yeah, like a bit flustered, and he, then he sees uh, Dave Callan's drawing of him <laughs> with cock in Swiss cheese, and just loses it and this goes oh, I don't know why I agree to do this you know I'm a professional and I have corporate uh, sensibilities and, and, and you know, clients who if they saw this they would not agree and we're like oh well this, you don't you agreed to do this you knew exactly what oh no but I can't and he, he, he stormed out he stormed oh out. really yes yeah. and we'd waited for like an hour and he just like he was in and out within you know, a few minutes and and we kind of we were kind of going well what so I haven't seen Peter Russell Clark on TV for like you know years yeah. and years and years. What was there? Was there a Hard Rock Peter Russell Clark cafe? Was yeah. It, was it? Was it Planet? Was this was Clark? This, was, <laughs> was this when Rove was on Nine? Yeah, this is the very first year of Nine. This so is like, is what you're saying to us is that Dave Callan was single-handedly responsible for the demise of Rove on Nine? Yeah, I, 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 I would absolutely agree. With that. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly with Peter Russell Clark not not being uh, you know seen on, on TV. Much. So who did you? Get in for the sketch? Did you well, have to we, bring we, up Gabrielle no. Gattay or no, we, we <laughs> Margaret Fulton? We did use Gabrielle Gattay quite a few times and he was lovely, but we could not uh, get anyone in, in at that time, so it was no sketch. Oh. Sad, a bit disappointing. Thanks, Callan. Yeah. Coming yeah. over here, <laughs> taking our jobs, <laughs> ruining our sketches. Yeah. Insulting our heroes. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Peter, you've been on you've been on a number of things. You've been on Australian screens for quite some time now. You you, you get recognised a lot out in the out in the out in the wild. I do. Um, I guess. Uh, Every time you've been to Soft Belly, I've always noticed that most headliners come in and people go, oh, yeah, whatever. But you're always stopped. By a lot of people, I reckon, both times you've come down. Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I do get. Uh, You're Australia's mate. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I'm really bad at self-evaluation, and I can't. I, I really don't think of myself as, you know, as, as being. I know I've got some profile, but I don't see myself as being. I don't kind of see myself as not being one of them. You know, like I don't go to the social social parties, but you get recognised and. And sometimes I must say, sometimes I handle it really well, and sometimes I don't handle it well. And when I say I don't handle it well, I just kind of don't know what to say, and um, and I can be a bit short with You're... people. Oh. Well, I think most times I'm I, I, I'm I'm quite good. There was an incident last week. My wife had, had, had like a migraine, or you know, not a migraine, but a really bad headache. 
And I, said, I think oh. that is technically a migraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, we're talking about uh, inches here. Um, uh, and I said, I'll, I'll go to the 24-hour chemist. I'll get you some, you know, some whatever I can get, neurofin or whatever. So I go, I go to the 24-hour chemist. It's about 11 o'clock at night. And, uh, and there's a woman behind the counter. She says, she says oh, I know who you are. <laughs> Don't tell me. I know who you are. <laughs> I've got a packet of like, Nurofen in my hand, like trying to give it to her. She's like, oh, don't tell me. Oh, oh God. Oh, you, you're, on, you're on TV, aren't you? Who are you? And I, the one thing I don't do, if people don't know, I don't tell them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not going to stand there and play yeah. that game where I'm like, oh, I'm Peter Hellier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been around people when they, I've been around people when they get asked, where do I know you from? Well, exactly. That's embarrassing because then, then they've got to list their credentials and you look like you, you know, you look like you're showing. Sometimes up. you have to convince them, that, you know, who you are. It's that great scene, you know, in being John Malkovich, where he's like, who are you? He goes, oh, well, I was in, uh, you know, I'm being John Malkovich. I was in, you know, and he lists one of his movies, and the taxi driver goes. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> anyway, so this woman, uh, she doesn't get who I am. Uh, I think she maybe got the, uh, the name. And then this uh, younger girl came over and, and she's like, hey, Clarissa, Clarissa, who's, look who it is. And she's like, oh, it's Peter. Oh, it's Peter. I mean, hell yeah. And I go, yeah, yeah. I, I said, well, yeah. I said, this is awkward for everyone, isn't it? Um, and, then she, and then so she's kind of rang up my bill and I have my neurofin and she says to me, uh, can I get your autograph? Just the, the woman who didn't know who I was. Can I get your autograph? And I said, to be absolutely honest, you didn't know who I was. You're not going to get my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I was, was kind of like, she was kind of laughing and I was laughing. So it wasn't, it wasn't aggressive, but it was, you know, what's the point of giving someone your autograph? It's, but I then the next, that. Yeah. and you thought you'd gotten away with it, and then the next morning you opened your front door and a copy of the Strawny book was on <laughs> It was on fire. fire. <laughs> I, if I could, so I went back and threw oranges at <laughs> the camera. I must say, as I drove away, I kind of felt bad, but I, we, we were kind of laughing a little bit about, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I, had this, I had this driver when I did the trophy room after the last one we did, and uh, he, he was an Asian gent. I think I can say that. And he called me Mr. Peter. Mr. Peter! <laughs> oh, I do the accent continually. But he's like, Mr. Peter, yes, I, uh, I, see you, I see you on TV last night. And they're very good, very good. And <laughs> he goes, yeah, I see my wife. He's not as big in, uh, in real life as he's on TV. You're smaller in TV, uh, in real life. And uh, I was like, oh, well, this is good. Okay. Oh, we're talking about my weight now. Oh, this, is, this is comfortable now. Uh, so, yeah, some, I mean, some, yeah, 99% of times it's, it's great and people are lovely. And, and, and it's, there is sometimes, you know, you, you kind of, uh, you're not ready, like you're not, you mind somewhere else, and you know. Yeah. Um, so, well, you seem yeah. like you got your head on your shoulders about it. I want to know how mm. you'd react to this because hit me not to showboat, mm. but this guy over here <laughs> got recognised in a cafe the other day. Oh. So, yep. So here's what happened. Yep. I went into a cafe with my girlfriend. My girlfriend wasn't that hungry. She went, "I'm going to get a bit of sushi," and I went, "Well, I'm quite hungry, so I'll, I'll we'll go in this place and eat something." So yeah. I order a sandwich. She orders a coffee. I order a coke. Um, and uh, we're just sitting there, and then the guy comes back with the drinks, and she's just kind of finishing a little bit of sushi, and the guy's like, you can't, you can't use sushi in here. I'm sorry, you, you can't. She's like, oh, I'm really sorry. So she puts it away, and then he brings my sandwich out a minute later, and he's like, hey, um, I saw you do a gig at the Falls Festival, and yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. He's like... You got anything coming up? You got any shows coming up? And I'm, um, you know, I'm, I mean, you know, when you're at when you're at my level, I'm not really on anything. So it, it is a genuine thrill that someone yeah. recognises you from anything. And I'm, you know, I'm he's a nice guy, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm pretty pretty chuffed about the whole thing. But then this little part of my head took over and went, 
why don't you just say, let my girlfriend eat her sushi, you can't? Like, why don't you just really turn it up? Like, why don't you start going? I'm not sure you have to call him a cunt. Like, he's been, like, really nice to you at least. Like, you know, like, the smart play would be, yeah, man, do you mind if, if my girlfriend has a sushi? Is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. But then like, I suddenly felt... calling him a cunt. I'm not sure <laughs> what, I'll what him, that's going to serve I'll you. I'll sign one of your menus. You but can that... put it on the wall. Love love the that's... spaghetti. But that's a measure of how inflated my head got was I suddenly felt like, he knows who I am. Rules don't apply to me anymore. I even found myself when I went up to pay the bill in my head going... I reckon I'm going to get a discount. I reckon a few bucks is going to be knocked off the end here. I, well, I, I had an experience. This, this is I think the most frustrated I've got with somebody who's going to come up and recognise me. Um, I was at an ATM and uh, there's you know, one or two people behind me and I turned around and there's this like, older lady who's there and she says to me, do you recognise me? <laughs> I went, I went uh, oh... And she was sort of an age where I thought maybe she's a mate's mum, so I started feeling a bit guilty. That, oh, fuck, you've got to know your mate's mum's. Oh, God, I don't know you. Um, and I had a, a couple of guesses. And then I started guessing about people from the industry. You know, oh, have you... Are you Rove? Yeah, you're Rove. <laughs> yeah. How many guesses yeah. did you have? Because surely, I, I, why is she not like, bailing you out? Exactly, and that, that's why I started getting a bit pissed off. And then so I said, I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm really sorry. I, 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 I don't recognise you, I'm sorry. And she goes... Uh, I fitted your school shoes at Speeds in Greensboro. <laughs> and the weird thing about this is, so I'm like, well, fuck you. Fuck you for wasting fucking three minutes of my life. But then I'm like, but hang on a second. How? This doesn't make sense because surely when you were, like, fitting my shoes, at, you know, when I was in grade two at Speeds in Greensboro, you weren't kind of, you're not making, taking fucking photo memories <laughs> yeah. of people who you're serving going, and years later going, watching TV going, that's somebody I served him yeah. at Speeds Greensboro. I don't have any rec- yeah. recollection of actually being, you know, going to Speeds Greensboro. I think I was more of a barter scout. Uh, yeah. Some guy. Uh, but it was just like well, in the early days of Rove, did they pander your feet much? Because maybe that's how she's recognised that, that, you. That's yeah. actually one of these. Yeah. That's actually one of these. I, I, I owe her an apology. I'm I love sorry, the speed lady Yes, speeds. speeds in Greensboro. I haven't Again, of I don't. What years. is speeds? I don't know what that is. It was like a Williams and. That's oh, like shoes. Basically, you went there for your school shoes. Uh, I'm not sure if they sold any other kinds of schools shoes. I think they were just. Um, no, the, boring uh, shoes. Yeah, boring no, shoes. No, the, the kids these days, they, my, my kids just basically wear black sneakers at school. Yeah. And I'm jealous. Though. Yeah. They, bust, they still bust out the metal foot ruler thing? Yeah, they still do a bit of that. Yeah, they use a shoehorn. Um, oh, have they still got shoehorns? Isn't there anything cool in shoehorns? No, nothing, no, no, nothing's... Uh, Isn't there an app for that? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually only... I reckon I use my first shoehorn... <laughs> this is now. This is not where we want the podcast to go. To be honest, I still, if I have any guests saying, "Yeah, we're not going to use my first shoe horn." No, but it's, odd that, it's odd that you bring this up because we actually do ask all of our guests, "When was your first shoe horn?" Exactly. It's like your first word is original. This, you never this, forget. This is going to be a regular segment. When was your first? Uh, yeah. shoe it's shoe like horn. who would you turn gay for? That's what, that's what we've got. <laughs> when, when did you use a shoe horn? I only used my first shoe horn. I reckon about two years ago, and. I didn't know what to do with it. Like, they gave it to me, and I was like, what, what's with the fucking stick? <laughs> what, yeah, who's... I and then I, got, I, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, it's a kind of a shoe on. Like, I, I kind of took a while, and then I, just kind of, I actually didn't actually use it. Yeah. The story. The, acti- 
<laughs> the act of a shoe is pretty no nonsense. I don't know who needs help with that. Yeah, I'm like, I reckon if you can't get your foot into a shoe, you got the wrong size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go back to speed. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, I think that brings us to the end of the program for another week. We're about ready to wrap this up. Uh, Peter Hellier, what have you got coming up? Where can people see you in the next little while? People can see me. Oh, I'm Adelaide, Adelaide Fringe Festival. Yep. I started on the 21st. It's yep. a show called Peter Helly's World of Balls and the men and women who like to play with them. And it then goes to Brisbane and Melbourne at the Forum and then Auckland. This is, this, oh, this is, oh, we're awesome. Forum Buddies. I'm in the Forum this year at the Comedy Festival. Are you? Yeah. High so the, five. Exactly. So the people who can't get into my show can probably go to see you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so what, what, what room are you in? You're I'm, in upstairs or downstairs? Um, I'm in the room that... You can walk in and then that's about it. You can fit a mic and a performer in there and that'll be about it. (laughs) The ladies' lounge. The ladies' lounge. Well, you'll have a great time at the forum. It is great. And... um and I don't mean to bring up any kind of uh, new competition, but uh, starting a new uh, podcast with Justin Hamilton. Oh, oh yes. All about movies. It's, all about it's, movies. It's, um, friends it's of the show. Friends of the show, yeah. yeah. So you guys have to come on one day and, uh, and chat to us about great. movies. Please. Well, folks, this is the longest that our outro music has ever gone. <laughs> Thanks so much to Pete Helly yeah. for dropping by. You've been heaps of fun. Well, I, I hope so. I yeah. hope so. And uh, thank you to Cinefam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks, wonderful, Cinefam. Wonderful station. <laughs> All right. And uh, it's a comfortable chair. Thanks to Asahi for the beers that we paid for. Yeah. yeah. Fuck and, them. And um, I'm off to play for Shoehorn. All right. We'll see you all <laughs> Sorry, soon. Was that your favourite bit? Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> see you, mate. See you, mate. Yeah.